0: Welcome to the Mindful Literacy Podcast. This podcast is for teachers and parents who want to gain knowledge, perspective, and inspiration in the areas of literacy education and special education. Episode topics tend to focus on dyslexia, ADHD, literacy education, and mindful teaching. This podcast was created to build awareness for our nonprofit, Mindful Literacy Columbus. Check out the show notes to learn more and to get involved. On this special edition of the Mindful Literacy podcast, I sit down with sixth grader Lily to review a book series that she was absolutely enamored with. And in fact, at the time of the interview, I had only gotten through three chapters of the first book in the series. But after our interview, I took the weekend and finished the first book, and now I'm halfway through the second. In addition to that, I got another fifth grader hooked on this series who can't put it down either. So hopefully you enjoy this interview, and if you're a historical fiction buff like we are, hopefully you enjoy these books. Thanks. Welcome to the Mindful Literacy Podcast. Today we're going to do a book review with sixth grader Lily. You Say hi. Lily came to me with a book, uh, what was that, maybe like one or two months ago, and you were just in love with this book, and you told me all about it, and it sounded amazing, because I love historical fiction. Do you? Sure. <laughs> Apparently you do. So why don't you tell us first, there's a series, it's a two-book series, can you tell us the name of the book and the author?
1: Uh, so the first book? Is that is the war that saved my life by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley, and then the second one is the war I finally won, same author
0: by the same author, yeah. And they're both
1: they're both Newbery Honor Award
0: books and New York Times bestselling author Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. That's what they look like awesome.
1: That's a person in the book. That's another animal in the book.
0: Yeah, so one of the things we practice uh, when we're doing reading comprehension is talking about characters and settings. So why don't we start off by getting the audience familiar with the characters and the and the time period in which these books take place.
1: Uh, they take place in World War II. Uh, and the main characters I'm gonna say is Ada. This is her.
0: Yep, she's and on then, the front cover of the book.
1: She's wondering what that's um Butter. She's a horse. And then that's her but a little older. That's her, and then that's Butter.
0: Okay, and where does the story take
1: place? Oh, ah. Uh, and at their house, and kind of like, I don't like uh, the first like book. It, it's, it's in part in like London. Yeah, the
0: first book starts off in London, England,
1: and then in Elm Street. Aha,
0: uh-huh. it's very Where good. Ada grew up. Ada grew up on Elm Street in yeah. London until she was how old? Uh, 11. Yeah and then where did she move
1: uh she went on a train with um with her friends and teachers and her brother uh she J- i forgot her brother's name but jamie mm-hmm. and um they were called evacuees and they
0: why were they called evacuees what was happening because
1: um they were getting prepared for when Hitler started to be bombing Mm. and so they wanted all the children to get out because like yeah Mm -hmm. it's like that like scary yeah
0: totally and so historical fiction means um, fiction you know makes means make-believe but when we say historical fiction it means that this some of the things in the book actually did happen in our history so tell me, Lily, what got you hooked into this first book? What was the problem of the story that got you hooked in and you couldn't stop um, reading it?
1: My there were two parts that hooked me and it like it and the, I'm pretty sure when like she started when the book started and the first one, the war that, that saved my life, was probably like when she was like kind of like introducing herself and she has like this really like horrible mother. Who, like whenever she did something bad, she would put her under her their sink cabinet, and there would be like cockroaches. And then she would always be scary, and um, she always had a club foot. So she, her mother could, she could have like fixed it, but she didn't want anyone touching her baby.
0: Tell everybody who doesn't know what a club foot is.
1: Uh, a club foot is basically like your normal feet is like this her foot was like kind of like slanted um so was she able to walk she kind of taught herself but she always she, she always had to drag she had always had to like crawl uh-huh. until she was how old um i'm gonna say like 10 mm-hmm. because she she started because like she knew that there would be a time that she was gonna be like trying to escape because, like, her mother's, like, an evil witch, basically. And she, um, taught herself how to walk. But when she, like, walked, because, like, she had the club foot, you know, like, this was kind of, like, hard to walk. But now she, like, pressed, like, she, like, used a chair to, like, try to, like, pick herself up. And then she tried to put weight on one, and then put weight on the other. But, like, her normal foot was, like, weak, and, like, stuff like that. Because, like, it was used to just, like, crawling, um, and it was, like, really hard for her because, like, whenever she put one pressure on the bad foot, it would just, like, flush out blood, and then she knew that she would, so then she had to clean it all up.
0: It was kind of like um, she was walking on the top of her foot, wasn't it? Yeah. It was twisted, and yeah, it sounds really painful. Okay, so that was the first, the first problem of the book that got you hooked in was this disability that she had. And I think, too, um, I remember first talking to you was just the shock at how um, she was mistreated by her own mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we kind of get through that section of the book, and as you said, she ends up um, evacuating London to My escape sh- the bombings. Yeah, they evacuees. Evacuees, okay. And then what became the problem of the story
1: um, so another problem, well, it's in, I'm going to say the other kind of problem would be in the next book, but this book, the, the first book basically talks about, like, Ada and how, like, and of what her life felt like, and it's usually nowadays, like, they usually, people, like, usually, like, get them fixed, but then it was, like, kind of, like, a lot of money, and her mom didn't want anyone to touch her baby. So it was like she had that. And she was in the second book when she, like, found out that. um She was just, like, she was just, like, wow, you, like, could have made me just like the others. And you could have treated me, like, different. she went out people would just like look at her differently so then she just locked her up so no one could embarrass her Gosh. not but not like ada her mother
0: her mother would have felt embarrassed yeah goodness okay so the, oh it seems like the overarching problem for both books in the series is this is surviving world war Two. yeah Okay, and then, so that, why do you think it's called, the first book is called The War That Saved My Life. What she, did
1: she get saved from? She got saved from her mother, because she went to evacuate, and that's how she met Susan, uh-huh. and it's basically, like, whenever, when, like, it's basically, like, when she found Susan, her life changed forever. Oh. And then, but at the end of the story, her mother came in, because, like, her, in the, because, like, all the mothers, like, who, like, were evacuated, they, they, like took all their children back because like they missed them and stuff like that and they didn't th- think they were gonna be bombing was
0: the war over by the end of the first book
1: no okay. it, it, it was in both and it was still going on in the last like even when it ended it still go on mm-hmm. still went on um it's kind of really interesting because like in this book she like she meets new people and stuff like that and this book she's just like getting to know and and she's starting to like learn more in the second book the war friendly one was basically like in the beginning of the book she it started off with a surgery for her foot um so that it turned out to be good and then she like she had to stay in the hospital for like six months and like that's, like. She did. Feel, oh wow. Yeah, cause like, cause like they're in in the end of this book, the war that finally, the war, the war, the war that saved my life. Um, it was talking about like, if you went to like doctors, like it would, it's like saying like if you wanted to fix your foot, there would be a chance of you it's not going to be perfectly fixed, but it'll be fixed so you can walk on it, but you'll still be, like, limping mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. So then she's, like, do it. Like,
0: It's worth it?
1: Yeah, it's worth it if you can walk.
0: Okay, so... That's interesting. So the problem of the clubfoot started with the first, and yeah. then it still actually is an underlying problem of the series until mm-hmm. she gets the surgery. And then the war I finally won, what would you say... So we've got... Um, Big problem, World War Two, kind of smallish problem. Well, medium medium problem. The club foot, which gets resolved. But then, what is like a problem that kept you turning the pages? in the war, I finally won.
1: Um, probably because um, in this book and this one, the second one, it basically talked about their life and what happened. And it was basically saying like, cause like there were no. There were boats in the ocean that were getting bought, and the food never like, crossed overseas. So then oh. they had, they had, like, so then they had to create their own farms, and they crops, and they, um, they had to, like, use what they got, and they had, like, only, so they had, like, so there was, like, this rare food that they had, and they made it for points. So they had, like, 16 points is what you can use for a whole month. And then oh, like rations. Yes. Okay. And then for for like food, if you wanted to buy in store, it would be like nine, yeah, nineteen shillings. Okay, which is the British money system. Mm -hmm. Yeah
0: wow so you uh you I, th- I feel like you're such an empathetic person you were probably just your heart was all twisted up in this character's life
1: i, I was just like if that was me i would just knock her mother like in pieces you would not i would
0: <laughs> you would probably give quite an evil eye stare, probably call
1: yeah
0: that's i mean i don't it, well and when you're we talking a phone. with your mom you're like wow probably children's services would get involved now
1: yeah um another like Really like another thing that really hooked me, where that saved my life was like at the end, like it's probably I don't know, like what chapter it was, but it was close to the end. And her mother came to pick her up and said, I'm taking you home. Uh-huh. She went to Susan's house, and they've been there, and she and she was, she was not used to it. Like, Susan and she and another like thing that Jamie would call, um. Because she uh, she would call her her real mother, who like tortured Ada and that's the girl's name. Um, like mom. and she Ada would just be like, Why would you call her that? Like she was she tortured me. No, she didn't torture you, but like mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, this
0: whole like tension with the relationship with mom. Huge piece yeah, of and it. then
1: she came to take her back, and there and she, Ada, like, we're talking to her, and she found in her sink drawer their birth tickets because when they went to Susan's house, they had to, like, give their birth, and they didn't know what their birthdays were because, like, they never knew, and they never knew what their age was. They so never then we
0: celebrated a birthday. Yeah, Aww. and.
1: So she, like, Susan gave, like, them fake birthdays and stuff like that. But then when they, so then Ada, like, found them and put it in her pocket. And when, before she came, um, when she came back, she had crutches now. Because mm-hmm. Susan gave her crutches and actually, like, real shoes and new clothing and stuff. Um, so then she was, like, actually, like, looked, like, healthy and stuff. And they never got baths. They
0: never had
1: baths. Yeah, and, they had, and it had a peanut bucket.
0: Oh, my goodness. Partially, it's the t- uh, sign of the times during World War II, and partially, it's uh, just cruelness, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and then another, like, and when she was, like, so she went to it. So she got a new job. Who, who did? Um, her mother, okay. her mom. And she they also moved. And they moved to a new house. Um, because it, she, her mother got a new job and was closer to it. And she worked at a factory, and factories in factories and basically were, like, first bombed, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. But her first bombed, and so A was, like, escaping her house, because, like, I'm not staying here anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: she basically um, was, like, saying, um, she was just, like, it was um like so they escaped and it started their bombs coming down right when they were like coming out mm-hmm. and right when they got the building their the bomb hit at the building and the they these people were like get in here and they're like it was like a, a, a bomb shelter and there were bomb shelters all around cause, mm-hmm. like Elm Street was like number one hit oh so number one target yeah and the second book it also talks about that mm-hmm. she goes to her um elm street and it's all destroyed like there's nothing her building everything around there like the whole like street is all like gone gone you can dust yeah and um she is it's like and then she like they get there they get there and then they come out and then they see Susan coming to like rescue them and stuff like that and when they come back there uh, everyone when they come to their house in a taxi Everyone that like, like that they knew, the mm-hmm. like, crying, crying. Mm-hmm. And they had, they had no clue what to do, and they were like, like they're like, wait, you're not dead, because they thought that Susan was dead. Because in their home, um, they um, Susan had a friend named Becky, but she died from Minonia. Mm-hmm. Minonia, think he, think yeah, pneumonia, pneumonia, thinkie, yeah, pneumonia, yeah, um, and um. And it was Becky's house, and it got bombed, and they thought everyone, like, in the house died, but thankfully Susan got, like, the kids, oh. they came back, and then they're like, oh my god, you're alive. So then they had no clue. Um, And then that's, like, what's basically, like, it was, like, really, I got really hooked on that part. Yeah,
0: no kidding. It's interesting, because and, usually a mother wouldn't be an antagonist yeah. in a story, but in this story she is, so it's kind of like a good hook yeah and 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 also so i want to talk to you i have like i have so many questions so the war when they talk about the war in the titles we're talking about world war ii but she's also there's another layer to the war and it sounds
1: like it's basically her and her mother
0: between her and her mother wow um and
1: another one something about this her mother um um Basically, in the second book, they talk about and they got like a letter, like you used to get like a postcard, mm-hmm. and say like missing an action mm-hmm. or like dead bodies and stuff like that. Oh. So they got a letter from it and said your mother was dead. So their mother died from the bomb factory, like oh. like a bomb hit and then it blew up. Did you feel? How did you feel? About I just felt like you were excited. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but like you kind of ruined this girl's life.
0: Well, I don't want to, I know you're very sensitive to not spoiling it, so I won't, I I can't wait to re- fully read these books. I started, I think I'm on chapter three of the first one, and then you left that's me in the dust. Right.
1: That's right, that's <laughs> where it starts happening. Okay,
0: so, and that's- you like, you like listening while, you, you like reading along while you listen to the audio version, right? Yeah. Question
1: time.
0: Yes, I have so many questions. Okay, so what do you think a theme of the series is? Uh, so, like, like what? what could
1: somebody learn um, from reading these? Maybe, I don't know, because, like, each book is different, and they uh, have a different theme. Oh. Like, they're very different. Like okay, one book is-, is, like, torture, one book is, like, happiness. But, like, sad, because, like, it's like they made like lady Thornton it's like a ha- it's like Thornton's like stuff like there's like at Susan's like house-huh and she has and um, um Ada, Ada, Ada when she was on the train, she saw this girl writing a comedy thingy.
0: I'm breaking in here to point out a few things first of all, I am so incredibly proud of Lily for doing such an amazing job retelling this these two stories in the series. And showing that she's able to retell is a really good indication to me as her teacher that she has a good handle on literal comprehension. And what I'm trying to do now is to drill in to see how well Lily is able to make inferences in her comprehension. One of the ways that I'm doing that is by asking her about the theme of the book. And as you just heard, she wasn't really sure. So I am going to model for her how we can figure out what the theme is based on what she's told me. And then another thing I want to do with her, since she is such a good reteller with this story, is to connect, see if she can connect the book to herself in some way. See if she can connect the book to another text, and see if she can connect the book to the world in which we live. That is another great doorway into having students start making inferences, which is the hardest thing to do as a as a young person um, reading and demonstrating their reading comprehension. Okay, back to Lily. Of course, we
1: didn't talk about that. Um, what does that Butter, and it was Becky's horse, um, and then Ada saw it because it they lived in the backyard, and it was like her dream come true. Because like she, like she, when she she was on the train, she's like, I want to be like that girl. Like she, she's like, I want to ride a pony. I want to do this. I want to do that. Ah, uh, so this kind of like, like
0: how she what, learned to walk. Like, she's so determined. Maybe a theme is even when things are hard, you can still yeah. persevere.
1: And and another thing that's like with the box, this. She's outside of her house in her backyard. They made a an airfield because of the bombing stuff, and um, they had Christmas and stuff mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then they had in this book, they it was another field, it's the same one, but then they moved because their house bombed, and so now they're living at Thornton's cottage. That the Thorns are like the are like. Lady Thornton is the person who, like, helped all of the evacuees. Lord Thornton works in the, like, Lord Thornton works with the war. And there's something called the WVS. I don't even know what it stands for. I forgot. Um, It's, like, a woman thing. Like, it helps, like, with soldiers. Because, like, once there was, like, a boat and things. And, like, um and like all these soldiers came from. And they were, like, hurt and dying. And Eda was, like... And she is like she was walking to this like person and he's like he says, Write me a letter So then she goes to get a letter and they drop dead.
0: Oh jeez. Okay. So helping people is another theme perhaps. Yeah during hard
1: times. And then in this book, um she also meets a girl from German and she needs she wants to go to Oxford so she's like Susan is like really like genius and stuff like that with math. So then she helps him and she's Jewish mm-hmm. um so she is that she, something
0: you connected to in the book yeah so yeah. I'm like I'm like oh, oh you're like oh I'm Jewish yeah I'm like
1: yeah. I'm Jewish let's see what she has and she tells me like she it's really sad because she was from German and all of her family's there and they just had to move um and her mother was in the camp and her grandmother was in the camp there and she got the, she got a letter that she was killed um because they were all every there was like it was a Jewish camp basically only Jews in there like and stuff like that and basically mostly everyone there died.
0: I remember so you're you're a little bit of a history buff and I, we've been studying together a while now. I remember also
1: at the studying... end of this like talks about like what the Holocaust was mm. and it says like it says like for Jewish people the Holocaust is a like a terrible day mm-hmm. and it is it's also when um uh, the it's when it it's like so when the war started, and for the Civil War, World War, and World War Two, I think like one of those three were like the days that uh, one of our Beit Hamidrash got destroyed. That was also a really sad day. What that is is like it was a place where. Navi, those were, like, really holy people, came in, and they got to talk to God, basically, and, like, ask him, like, questions and stuff, and they were, like, like, the God, like, like, would dream, and then they would, like, tell you something, and then they would, like, this guy, um, Shmuel, he, like, he was sleeping, and, and, um, we call him Hashem, um and he says something like Shmuel and then he wakes up and then he goes to this his like helper, Eli, um and he's like you called me and then he's like no I didn't go back to bed so then he goes back to bed and then he calls him again Shmuel and it's God saying Shmuel because he's getting a um it's like when you when you're like getting the able to like talk to God and he goes back and he's like what do you want like you called me. So then he's like, no, I didn't, go back to bed. So then Eli is just, like, wondering, like, what's going on? Um, and Eli has Navuam, and he, like, he knows about it and stuff like that. So then he's, like, thinking, and then he comes again, like, and then it says, like, Shmua and he wakes up, and he's like, Eli, do you want me or not? And then Eli was saying, like, yeah, you're, you are getting Nebulah. Like, when, when it says, when Hashem is saying, um, um, Eli says, Speak Hashem because your servant is listening, and stuff like that. And he goes back and he says, Speak because your servant is listening. He doesn't say Hashem because he doesn't know if it's God or someone else. So then it talks back, and then he knows it's Hashem.
0: this is in the book, this is a different story you're talking about. And so you and brought all was, of that background knowledge into this book. You're connecting because the Torah in, to this book, yeah, which is I'm pretty a really sure, good.
1: It, I'm pretty sure in like World War Two, it was the day that started and it was the time when the, the Romans destroyed it or something like that. The Greeks, one of those two, um, you know, it it's a really sad day for both of those. Yeah. So it's like, it's basically like, I, I feel like that day is probably like really sad. So like. It's just like that day. I'm pretty sure, like if it's a school day, like there's no school because mm-hmm. you're mostly just like supposed to be with your family. Cause you should you should be lucky. that Your family's alive and stuff like that. Cause like the Holocaust, like of Jew people, they killed like one million people. Right. Thank
0: you for sharing that. I'm tearing up because um, I know you're a history buff, and you and I have studied stuff about World War II in the past where we both learned things, and we were both kind of sitting there in tears. But one beautiful thing you did with these books is you connected the books to yourself, you connected the books to another text, and you're connecting the books to the world, which is all I can ask for in readers. Uh, I wonder if in these closing, in these closing uh, obviously you would recommend these books, um
1: they're really good i also read them from a person on audible mm. so like i followed along with the book mm-hmm. and the person i read one she was like i'm like really particular of like who reads it yeah and if like too fast i don't want to read it if it's like scratching bad voice i won't but this person was like perfect pace It was like not too fast it was fast so like when i really wanted to get to the end of the chapter it would be like okay i'm getting to the end of the chapter did she
0: have a British accent? Yes. Perfect. So That's was always like, helpful.
1: It's like it's like she would also say mom, like, exactly how, like, a first person would say yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it, I thought it was weird because, like, there were there were lots of big words, but because Ada never learned them, it would also say the definition. Oh,
0: great, which is you and I study vocabulary words in depth to um, your I dismay. Think
1: it was only in the second <laughs> book because Ada was learning how to read and stuff. And when Ruth came, they were like teaching her about like Jewish and like Judaism. Yeah. Awesome. And she's like, what is that? And then she's like Judaism. And then she like learned of angel. Um. And then she's like, um, what? I don't even know what it was. Like she was like Cause so like for Christmas, she got like a dictionary. Cause, like she's learning to read and she loves it. So then she used it. and She got another bigger dictionary. <laughs> That's great. So then she like at all she's, night. She's just, like, she's a word nerd like me.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so last question. I actually have two questions related to authorship. One, do you have any questions or comments for Kimberly Brubaker Bradley, the author of this, of this book? I think
1: they're good. Any questions for her? I don't know if it's a real book, but if, it's, if it was a real book, is it, I don't know if it's even real.
0: Well, historical fiction, I think it is. So, fiction means make-believe, but definitely could have happened, yeah. given the, the setting was, it was really like, happened.
1: It, it was, like, it was basically, like, a book that, like, you could actually, like, imagine. It. That's, like, those are books. Yeah. Like
0: maybe, where, maybe a question would be, where did you get the idea for this book? Where did you get the um,
1: idea? So, this book. I, my friend actually bought it for me for my birthday, like, my eighth birthday, and I no clue what that was. Oh, nice. And I'm like, I'm not reading a big book. What a good so friend. So then I just, like, put it back yeah. for, like, a couple of years, and now I'm just, like... we are
0: ready. But I, I'm wondering, like, a question for the author would be, where did you get the idea for this story?
1: Um, you know? I don't even know how they do it, because, like, when she does it, it's, like, literally, it's, like, it sounds like she's actually, like, different people, That's but she just has different voices.
0: Well, and you're an um, author. Did you pick up any, any... Tricks of the trade for authorship. Um,
1: so, one thing that, like, there was, there were lots of breaks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you mean like, like in
0: time, in the timeline? Yeah, in the uh-huh. timeline. So, it was like
1: the next day. And then it, so it said what it was. And I'm pretty sure on the last, trying to go. Okay. So, yeah. On the last, like, page, it says the, the date and stuff. And May 22nd,
0: 1943.
1: Yep. Yeah. It says... Well, over a year later, okay. So, it is 1943, and I'm pretty sure they started... Yeah. Is 1942? No. No, Because that would have been over. pretty sure it's 1940. Yep. It was, um, like, three years in the war.
0: So, as an author, you've kind of picked up, you don't have to... Everything doesn't have to be linear, like, in order. You can skip ahead or skip back.
1: That's a great... She um was always, like... From the, she would, like, basically, like, each chapter... Would be like a different, like said thing, but like it would be like kind of exactly what like the ne- other chapters were. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, one time I was talking about just food and how the food worked, and because like there's like no, there's no food. Um, and then I talked about like how much money was the next chapter, and then I talked about family, and then um, so they have the thing like a watching thing, so like to watch with bombs and Lady Thornton and Ada were watching, and bombs actually, literally, there were like, there was like, there were like, um, pilots coming in, and they, like, bombed went and sat and everyone was all safe and like that, but I just hit a building, a, a, a like, a, a news station, but no one was in there, um, and then the pilot crashed, and Lady Thorne looked in, and it was a person burning, mm. suffering, um, and then after that, she was really, like, sad, because she had a son named Jonathan, who, like, also was a pilot. And he died from it. And he was like really nice. And Ada was like writing with him like the the next day before that, like that morning of it. And then he had to go to pilot. And then his friends, sent like a really nice letter to Ada. He said, um, he was like, if, and then he would like, cause like, oh, my mom. Um, he was like, he really liked Ada cause like she was really brave. And she, um, always like, and she was gonna, he was going to name a plane after her, like Invincible Ada.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You know, I think I've told of this before. To My grandmother was from Belfast, Ireland, and she worked in an airplane factory during World War II. And when she was walking home from work one day, she would, she would say, I had to hit the ditch, which meant she had to go hide in a ditch because she was they were being bombed as she was walking home from making, helping them make airplanes. So the setting to me is really enticing, and I know that you were kind of like, oh, what am I going to read next? But now you know that you love historical fiction, so hopefully we can find another yeah. series that gets you continuing to love it was, it was reading. It
1: really hard because like, she had a friend, Rue, and she just came to like, learn stuff, and then when she left, the parents, you uh, know, it was really emotional. It was really emotional. It was like, her, they were, she was leaving, like, she's been there for like about, like probably like a year just to learn and she had a state testing coming up. And then she's like, and then at the end, she's like, I'm not going to school. I'm like, what? And then she's like, I'm going to go school the next year. I just want to be like my dad. Because, like, she got an opportunity to, like, be like her dad. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Awesome. Yeah, it's always good when you feel something when you read. Do you have any last words for the audience? No. Get the book. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Get you, Kimberly. It. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Lily. Goodbye. At mindful.literacy.practice.